Hey guys, it's Nina and you're listening to a Blip on the Map podcast. Man, like I'm recording this podcast right now because I truly have really like achieved like a major milestone in my life. I can honestly say that like as of right now in this moment, I have like fully put to rest a burden that I have been carrying with me for well over 30 years. So let's get into it. All right, y'all. So those of you who've been listening, for one, thank y'all for listening. Um, Sometimes, like, I just look at my numbers periodically and just to see, like, the listenership is, like, always amazing to me sometimes, even though it's literally only a handful of people. Like, I appreciate y'all taking the time to listen to my podcast. So, anyway, um, I literally, like, less than two minutes ago just got off the phone with my dad. Um, as many of you may know that have been listening to me, like, I've been really going through, like, you know, personal development journey, self-healing journey, whatever you want to call it or whatnot. So I've been doing a lot of work internally on myself and, you know, like I've been dealing with so many different things that have been very important. However, just even in these past few years, I have I'm not going to say been avoiding an issue, but not really ready to fully address an issue from my past um and maybe I just had to do a whole lot of other background work to get to the point to where I was able to really deal with um basically the elephant in the room in regards to just my life overall um this thing has affected how I've interacted with my family. This thing has interacted, um, affected how I've interacted with my children, with just lovers in the past, friends, um, even coworkers, just how I deal with people day to day. Like this thing was just a major life event and it literally changed my life. And just now today, I had the courage to just deal with it. Um, I kind of want to mention that the day and time I, well, the day that I'm recording this is April 4th, 2020. Um, that may have significance to some people. It definitely has significance to me. Um, and I just kind of wanted to have that on wax to record just to document the date, um, that I'm recording this. So long story short, when I was very young, Um, about first grade, I was molested by my uncle on my father's side. And at the time, I did not have the words to even express or explain what was happening to me or how I felt. You know, it was just so much going on and that had been going on for such a long time. And I just didn't understand really what was happening to me being that I was so young um ultimately it left me broken you know like I don't know how else to say that it left me very broken it left me very mistrustful of people in general um it left me feeling 
like I wasn't protected and like maybe I was to blame like I split my family I felt like for a long time for many many years I felt like I was the cause of my family not being on one accord or not being together like it was my fault and that you know certain members of my family especially my dad's side didn't like me because they felt like I was a troublemaker or whatever um hindsight is always 2020 I just know you're know saying like the type of life that I had the type of child that I was like I was, I didn't have exposure to sex or sexual things. You know what I'm saying? To even be able to make anything like that up. Um, And so just being felt like, being made to feel like I wasn't believed, being made to feel like something was wrong with me, you know, it just weighed on me. And during that time, when I finally decided to say something about it, I remember it was just so much turmoil and so much just... I just remember it being very chaotic, I guess, because like my emotions were just so raw. My family's emotions, like everybody was basically trying to get an understanding like what really happened. You know what I'm saying? And so, and with me being so young and not being able to articulate what was going on, obviously, you know, compounded the situation or made the situation more, I don't know, what's the word? elusive or whatever for people to really grasp what was happening to me and so when I finally just got to a breaking point because I just remember there was just this buildup of stress that was on me and anxiety and like I would go to school you know like carrying knives and stuff like that because I just felt like I wasn't safe and that I had to protect myself some type of way um and as a result, I remember my very first suicide attempt was in first grade. I remember it like it was yesterday. The bathroom was like a green color, like a olive green color. Um, and I had on like this little blue sweater, carnigan, whatever you want to call it. And I literally tried to hang myself with that sweater in first grade. And that was the thing that kind of set everything in motion for me to even come out and say anything because I remember one of my classmates went to tell the teacher that I was trying to kill myself and that just kind of like led to me going to the school counselor so on and so forth and everything just kind of like just coming out all at once um so yeah and I just really remember just I think I remember like my dad, because I, at the time I was living with my paternal grandmother, which was my dad's mom. And I remember my dad trying to ask me what was happening and I just didn't have the words. Like I just didn't have the words. Um, and I just remember that I was in New York for a little bit and then my family moved me to Florida with my mom. I think from what my mom was explaining to me just to avoid me like being put in the system or whatever so yeah um but anyway I finally like I have always you know just try to put that thing to rest within myself like to kind of really forgive my uncle for what happened and just forgive myself and forgive my family and things like that but I never, and I've talked to my mom about it, but I've never had got up the courage to talk to my father about it. 
And for whatever reason, today I got a text message from one of my girlfriends. And it was a YouTube video from um, Eric the Hip Hop Preacher. I don't know if anybody's familiar with him. But I follow him on YouTube. But I hadn't been listening to him for really about a year or so, honestly. And so she sent me one of his videos. And the video was titled The Prescription. And he was talking about, um, you know, how he felt like he wasn't giving his wife 100%, that he was only giving her 80%, and he couldn't understand why, and he had been, like, praying about it or whatever. And that someone came to him, a woman came to him to tell him that he needed to confront his mother about an issue that he had between him, his mother, and his father or whatever. And that resonated with me so much because, here I am trying to do like all this healing work, trying to do all this inner healing. And I was afraid to confront my dad about that situation and how I felt like he handled that situation at the time. And unbeknownst to me, like I had no idea that she would send me this because she don't usually send me stuff like this. You know, we usually just talk about, you know, we talk about like life goals and stuff like that, but she don't usually send me stuff like that. Um, and so, like, it was just so timely. And she had no idea that for the past few days I have been fasting. And this is the first time I've been on a fast in years. Um, And I had already, I've been fasting just to kind of, like, heal some stuff already. But not particularly that. Not particularly pertaining to the molestation. Like, I just been fasting for some other things that I've been trying to manifest in my life and so she sent me that this morning and I was just like oh man like I know what I have to do like I really need to address this issue I can't heal anything else until I heal that initial trauma because like that is what really changed my life the course of my whole life from that moment from that incident from that encounter um that is what my ptsd stems from that is what just my deep mistrust for people stems from like it stems from that one incident and i've been going around you know trying to address everything else and didn't was just afraid to address that so got that video from her early in the morning she sent that about six something this morning and being that I had already been fasting for a few days up until this point like I guess I don't know if just my spirit was just ready to receive it or if I was just in the right place mentally emotionally spiritually to move and act on it um but nevertheless she sent it and I realized like I need to confront my dad I need to ask him you know what's what so I took a few minutes, well, actually, I took a few hours just to kind of like really think about what I wanted to say. I also thought about how I really felt about the situation right now today. So I came up with the fact that I'm really no longer angry about it. For so many years, I was so angry about it and just, just carrying so much hurt about it. Um, but right now, today, I'm not angry about it. It was just like, it's just something heavy that I've been carrying for so long. And I just was ready to just put it down. 
so I thought about what I wanted to say like you know I because I'm not angry about it I didn't want to come off as angry like why did you do x y and z I didn't want to be accusatory towards him you know what I'm saying like I wanted it to be where he just felt like he can talk and just say however he want whatever he wanted to say and say however he wanted to, you know how he felt or whatnot so I called him a few hours after I got that video and came to this you know conclusion that this is what I wanted to do to bring closure for me to this situation and um he was he was out and about he was at the store or whatever and I was like well call me back and he but when he was out he kept saying what's going on he was like what you want to talk about which is so weird because that's not how we usually talk when I call him it's hey how you doing how's the kids like the conversation is real short and for whatever reason, when I called him, he was like, hey, Nina, what's going on? How you doing? Like, what's up? What you want to talk about? And I was like, well, are you home? And he was like, no, I'm out and about right now. And I was like, okay, well, call me when you get home. So another hour passed and he called me. So I was like, well, he was like, Nina, what's going on? What's on your mind? Like the fact that I called him and he was just already receptive to the fact that it was something on my mind, like further confirm within me that this was the time to really just like let this thing go put this thing to rest and just deal with it and this was the right time to do it because like I said that's not how me and my dad usually talk to each other so I was like well honestly dad I called you because like I really just really want to get your opinion or hear how you felt or what was your thought process about everything that happened between me and my uncle back in the day and you know how you felt about it then and how you feel about it now and you know long story short I don't really want to divulge like our whole conversation but basically he was just saying that you know he didn't really at the time he didn't understand what I was saying or how what was really happening he couldn't even wrap his mind around what what that meant and he was like you know he thought about it so much over the years and that, you know, now he can understand and he, when he th thought about it, he knew exactly what I meant. But at the time, he just didn't know because my parents were young. My parents were in their 20s when they had me. So, you know, hindsight is always 2020. And being a parent myself, I can honestly say there were times in my kid's life where I just was not equipped, whether financially, whether emotionally, whether I just didn't have enough wisdom to deal with the issue at hand in the moment because I was such a young mother um so when he said that I totally understood and I totally respected that like it didn't anger me like I got it a hundred percent like I was like okay that that sounds like the truth like that just sounds like that that was the truth that I needed to hear you know what I'm saying not that it wasn't any fluff it wasn't any he wasn't passing off it wasn't him not being accountable it was just him being honest like hey I just I for he he was like I just didn't know what you were saying it took me so many years to really understand you know what that was or whatever and he was like you know from there him and his brother's relationship had never been the same and that you know even though he didn't understand what was happening, he knew it was something. And he, you know, knew that. How did he put it? He was just like, you know, he knew something had happened. He knew it was something major. He just didn't know how to deal with it or, you know, to, to really deal with it to the fullest extent or whatever. 
Um, he did apologize to me for the incident happening to me. And, you know, he assured me that he re- he reaffirmed me and he reassured me that like I wasn't the reason that the family you know had been split that is just so many other factors just within our family not even from anything bad but just from our family being large and spread out and stuff like that or whatnot and that um he was glad that I even came to him to talk to him about it you know what I'm saying because he didn't realize that I had been holding that for so long so like just to be able to just to have a conversation and the hardest part of the conversation was me opening my mouth to you know confront him about how I had felt because I was carrying that pain you know what I'm saying like it it was it was in me and so like to just say that I just could put that down like man like I can't even express like how I feel like and I already have been feeling like the past week I already been feeling like extra excited and extra joyful and stuff and like right now like I'm just so overwhelmed which is because I don't feel sad I just feel so excited for my life now like I'm like okay I don't put down the heaviest thing that I've been carrying for so long and like now I can just start to live my life again because This thing affected me so much to where, like, even my kids would trigger me sometimes. Just in certain things they would say. And I can really look back and see how just me carrying that hurt and not addressing it affected so many of my relationships. Like, with my exes, with friends, with coworkers. Like, I can just make that connection like okay I reacted to this person because it brought me back to that feeling that I had when I was six seven years old and this happened to me and like it's such a freeing feeling to be able to just like put it down and just move forward and not have no grudges and not have no anger behind it because for so long so many times I tried to say that okay I'm gonna put this down and I'm gonna you know just put this out of my mind and put this out of my life but the pain would still be there like or something would trigger it and man I just feel like I lost 100 pounds I think that's the best way I can explain it like I feel like I lost like 100 pounds in like a 30 minute conversation Like, I don't even know how I even managed to get through life this long holding it. And, you know, everybody deals with certain things and everybody has different moments. You know what I'm saying? From their life that just really affects them so much. Um, But I just want to encourage anybody who's been going, you know, carrying the pain of molestation exclusively, you know, to try to do whatever work you can you know what I'm saying to get whatever closure that you need so that you can really start living your life um and not only just with that but with any trauma at any given point in your life like when you encounter any kind of trauma that just really just affects you deep down to your core it takes a lot of work to deal with but you definitely have to be ready to deal with it 
I'm an advocate to seek professional help if needed. Um, because like I've been dealing with this thing for years. I've seen several different therapists and you're know what I'm saying. So like this has been a work in progress. But I take my responsibility with putting it down because I wasn't ready up until today to put that thing down to really confront the person who I felt like was responsible more or less because I was in my dad's care you know what I'm saying so he was my parent he was supposed to be responsible to watch over me and really you know deal with that thing so yeah um I'm so glad that I did that I feel so much better I feel like I don't, I can't eat, like, I, I just feel like I lost 100 pounds, and, like, today is the first day of the rest of my life, like, I, that's how I feel, um, yeah, so, I guess that's that, you've been listening to a blip on the map podcast, um, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at a blip on the map podcast, you can follow me on Instagram at 305stilo, that's 305 underscore S-T-E-E underscore L-O-W, All right, child, until next week. Bye.